Hey friends, you're tuned in to Arts Underground. I'm your host, Katie Ganaway. We have a very special guest here today. He's accomplished so much in his career, spanning five decades. Filmmaker, author, artist, actor, journalist, and the Pope of Trash himself. That is John Waters. Thank you for taking the time, John. Hi, thank you for having me on. All right. So I wonder, how do you feel about public radio? Public radio? Well, I'm all for any kinds of communication. I, I like the media. That's the first thing I... I tell anybody that wants to be in show business, make peace with the media, because we use each other. We get free ads from them, and they get material for free from us. You know, a lot of people think, oh, you must be rich, you're in the papers all the time. They actually think you get paid to do interviews. Um, That's a a common thing that the general public thinks. Uh, But so I I get six papers delivered every morning. I read about seven more uh, online, because I need current events for... uh, my material. That's why I never understand why anybody would be on any of these websites where you give away your material every day. I would never do that. That's how I make my living. And we hope that you come by WLRH maybe when you come to Huntsville. That'd be really cool. Uh, well, I'm not coming. I'm not coming by to any radio station. Okay. No, because I'm <laughs> I'm only there for an afternoon and I'm booked the entire time. Right, right. So you are headed down south here to Huntsville next week to Low Mill Arts and Entertainment. That is for their event, Other Rama, and that is Friday, October 21st. And you're giving your talk false negative. So can you briefly let us know what excitement we're in for? Well, it's even more exciting because false negative was the show I did for the whole last year. But I'm switching and giving you the brand new one that's <gasps> never been performed except twice. Ooh. And uh, so you're going to get the most up-to-date newest one. Um, if I had done false negative, you would have liked it too. But I think this is uh, <laughs> my newer version, which is um, almost completely different and I think very up-to-date. And what can we expect in that talk? Hopefully be able to laugh at everything that's terrible going on right now in the world, and I'm going to tell you how to fix it. So it's optimistic, uh, even though it seems like it's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Now, have you been to Huntsville before? Oh, don't ask me that. I've been doing it for 50 years. <laughs> um, uh, they blend. Right, um, right. Probably. Probably, mm-hmm. yes. Is there anywhere in Huntsville that you want to check out while you're here? If no, you I have any have time at all. anything, but Nothing. when I'm here, I usually it's two planes. I get in, I rehearse, especially at here, I'm, you know, and then I do the show, usually get up at 4.45 in the next city to oh, go wow. somewhere. So uh, I don't get to sightsee or do anything anymore. The only people I see are anyone I know backstage after it's over. Well, hopefully that you can get some Pizzell's chocolates when you're at Low Mill, because that's pretty much what, I mean, Weird Al has gone there and enjoyed those. So. Good, good, <laughs> yes. good. Well, no, I look forward. I love to meet my fans in different places. A, they're smart, they're well-dressed. I see the best of every city I, I'm in. The best of Bohemia, maybe. Maybe not the best of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the normal business world, but some of, the, some of them are there, too. Now, Otherama features a screening of polyester at the Low Mill, and that's complete with scratch-and-sniff cards, and the scents are being concocted by a friend of mine, Monique Givens, at Three Ring Traveling Apothecary. So I wanted to ask you, as for the original cards, how did you choose each scratch-and-sniff scent to present polyester in Odorama? Well, when we first did it, we went to the 3M company that had a library of smells, and they were a very straight company, and I hadn't made hairspray or anything yet, so I was kind of, my reputation was not the best in corporate America. And so we, used to, we didn't say we wanted the smell of a fart. We said we wanted the smell of rotten eggs. Uh, so we kind of, dirty tennis shoes, we, wanted to, we said we mixed fish and something else together. So we kind of snuck in. But once it came out and they saw they were good sports about it, they thought it was funny. So they did have a library of smells that I did work with. 
when Criterion redeveloped the Odorama cards when it came out in their beautiful restored version recently of polyester, uh, they, there was much less to pick from. When we made the Odorama cards, we had to make them a little more abstract because there weren't as many smells mm-hmm. to choose from. And uh, But that's perfect because Criterion is artier, and it's just, you know, if we can have an abstract smell of dirty tennis shows, that's even more art house cool. Let's they stink forever. I still keep them in my garage because <laughs> they smell up in the house. You think with that odor, and you look in a drawer, and it's two old Odorama cards. Mm-hmm. So the characters in your movies are vivid and bold, and that includes both those who dare to be their offbeat selves unapologetically and also the more straight-laced people. So what do you think about the squares who walk among us in real life today, and how can we weirdos change our bland vanilla surroundings from the inside out? The squares, I don't know. I I made a movie called Crybaby, which Mm -hmm. was drapes, which were juvenile delinquents versus the squares. Mm -hmm. But when I was young, square wasn't uh, a bad word meant like preppy or something mm-hmm. um so to me i think there's a crossover and in that movie Clyde baby's girlfriend goes from being a square to being a drape um i i think that we don't want everybody to be in our world it wouldn't be fun if everybody wanted to be like us it's always been fun to be an outsider even though now i want to be an insider because everybody else in the world wants to be an outsider <laughs> now they didn't when i was growing up I saw that you gave a talk that got turned into a book about changing the world from the inside out. Can you talk about that a little bit? Well, yes. I mean, uh, that was a commencement speech I did for RISD, and it came out as a book called Make Trouble. I also did another commencement speech this year for the School of Visual Arts, and both made me an honorary doctor. So maybe when I come to Alabama, I'll have to give some abortions while I'm here. Late term. Uh, I'm on demand. I, I think... Being on the inside is the ultimate irony. That's what happened with Hairspray. Mm-hmm. It was a movie that snuck in middle America and was still, still quite comfortable there. Mm-hmm. And I think it was such a Trojan horse that even racists like Hairspray, when Hairspray is a movie against racism. <laughs> now, I want to know, do you believe weirdness is more universal or is it more nuanced than that? Well, my sense of humor has become way more mainstream, basically, when I was first started, it was called sick humor, and then it was black humor, and then it was underground humor. Today, uh, it's just American humor, what I do, and I think that everything I did in my early teeth, you see on television now, I mean, things have gotten a lot closer to my work than I had to get to them. And, I had a brain fart, I'm sorry. Um, I kind of wonder... A brain fart, I wonder if that would work in Odorama, they don't have an odor. (laughs) When you as have far a as I know. Part, do you belch? <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out what you just said, how we would translate that into Odorama. I'm sorry. <laughs> and farting isn't even always funny. It's sometimes a flashback to recovered memory to children that had parents that were abusive with their farts. <laughs> or brothers or sisters. Yeah. Right. So, John Waters, you've been deemed the Pope of Trash, the Sultan of Sleaze, the Prince of Puke. Do you have a preferred moniker? Well, William Burroughs is the one that called me the Pope of Trash, right. so that's pretty good because mm-hmm. it came from, you know, higher power, William Burroughs. <laughs> right. So I like that one the best. But lately there have been some funny ones. The Queer Confucius made me laugh. Um, uh, the People's Pervert, I thought, was, uh, <laughs> was good politically. Well, how about Oracle of Oddities? Well, I haven't heard that one. That sounds like a miracle. That's a little (laughs) tablet for me. 
Right, right, right. Well, I, I did want to ask you, how do you feel about being consulted for all that is weird? Well, uh, to me, it isn't weird, and I think that's what I've done is made mm-hmm. people that might feel what they were told to be weird feel more right. p- empowered in a way and, and happier and more, you know, make them feel good about themselves. Um, and that's what my work's always tried to do, and I think I've been successful with it. And what is your life's work going to look like now that, like you mentioned before, weird is sort of accepted now? It's, it's no, the no, norm. I'm so respectable now. I could right. Prove, you know, I, <laughs> I'm having a big show of all my work at the Academy Awards Museum, mm-hmm. and they're showing all the props from my movies. Right. I'm getting a star on Hollywood Boulevard, you know. But still, I'll be closer to the gutter than ever in Hollywood when I get that star, because it's right <laughs> down on the pavement. Thank you so much for being on the show today, John. All right. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.